Episode 8, Stress, Part 1, The Power of Thinking Differently About Stress. This is the Expat Mom Podcast, a podcast for expat moms around the world who want to feel better and improve their emotional health as they navigate the unique challenges of living and mothering abroad. I'm your host, Jenny Linton. I'm a certified life coach, a mom to four daughters, and married to a U.S. diplomat. I've lived in six countries on four continents. I know what it's like to feel stuck emotionally, and I know how to get unstuck. I'm excited to share with you some tools to help you feel less discouraged, improve your relationships, and increase your confidence. Welcome back to the Expat Mom Podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks to everyone who has left a review. I love hearing what you're learning and what's been helpful for you. Reviews help the podcast grow and help more people find it. If you're enjoying listening, I'd love you to leave me a review. Today, we're going to be talking about stress and the power of thinking about stress differently than we typically do. This is the first in a three-part series designed to give you some powerful tools to feel less stress in your life. What do you think about stress? Take a minute and think about what your thoughts are about stress. If you're like most people, you don't like feeling stress. It's uncomfortable. You'd love to avoid it. Stress is overwhelming and exhausting. You might think thoughts like, I hate feeling stressed, or I've got to relax, or I shouldn't get so stressed out, or I've got to find a way to have less stress in my life, or I should do a better job with self-care, or I'm too tired to even take care of myself, but I know I should, or I don't even have time to call a friend or family member. I'm too busy. Stress is uncomfortable and unpleasant. But when we think thoughts like this, is it any wonder we feel terrible? We're adding additional stress to our lives by thinking stress is a problem. The more we think stress is a problem, the more we notice how it is. We know from science that stress can be bad, both for our physical and emotional health. We're often told to minimize stress and many books and articles have been written about this topic. But today, I want to offer a different type of tool for dealing with stress. The tool is learning how to think about stress differently. I do not mean forcing yourself to stubbornly be happy even in the face of overwhelm and fatigue. I mean literally learning to see stress differently. Let me explain with an analogy. I love the movie The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. A green, selfish creature named The Grinch who lives alone up in the mountains, decides that he is going to ruin Christmas because he hates seeing people happy on Christmas Day. He thinks if he steals all the trappings of Christmas, people will be sad and he will ruin Christmas. So he sneaks into Whoville on Christmas Eve and steals all the trees and the gifts and the food. He takes them up to the top of the mountain to dump them. But when he gets to the top of the mountain, he hears something. People are singing on Christmas Day. They aren't sad. He's confused. He thought he had ruined Christmas by taking away all the fun. But when he discovers that people are still happy, he has a change of heart. He brings back all the gifts and trees and Christmas foods. He even cuts the roast beast. In the end, this villain becomes a hero. Like the Grinch, stress is often perceived as a villain. It's unpleasant. It sneaks up on us and it robs us of joy in the small things. It's overwhelming and it makes things harder. However, there is something simple that can change the impact of stress on us. 
It's not a complicated meditation routine, although meditation is wonderful. It's not a complex planning strategy. It's simply to change the way we perceive stress. Rather than thinking of stress as a problem, when we think of stress as a positive, it loses its negative impact on us. Just as the Grinch did not have the ability to rob the village of their joy at Christmas, likewise, when we do not view stress as a problem, studies confirm that stress cannot exert its negative consequences on us. In fact, when we think differently about stress, we can actually increase our capacity to deal with the things causing the stress. Many stresses actually turn out to be something really positive. In other words, instead of being a villain, stress can become a hero. We're going to start by looking at a few common stressors and the impact of these stressors. Then we'll look at the biology of stress. We'll talk about some of the benefits of the stress, and then we will compare the biology of belief and how it affects stress's impact on us. According to a hospital survey, the top five stressors include death of a loved one, divorce, moving, major illness or injury, and job loss. All of these come with their own set of difficult emotions, pressure to make decisions and deal with relationships. COVID has in many cases accelerated, exacerbated, or initiated many of these types of stress for people. Even when we aren't experiencing a major life strain or change, there are a lot of stressors that increase our load on an everyday basis, such as getting sick, taking care of an elderly family member, trying to help children with learning disabilities or health issues, interpersonal conflict, politics, unrealistic expectations of ourselves, work deadlines, long work hours, commitments, and more. As expats, we experience a number of additional stressors. We have the stress of different cultural expectations, living in an environment where we're different from the people we live around. This might affect everything from how you deal with garbage, to how customer service operates, to how you interact with a coworker, all of which can increase our stress. One of my clients shared how frustrating it was working with a co-teacher who had totally different cultural ideas about what was appropriate in terms of discipline and yelling at children. Living abroad can really strain a marriage. Sometimes one spouse is really enjoying living abroad and the other isn't. Maybe a spouse travels frequently, or spouses live apart for long periods. One type of stress I often hear expats express is being away from a support network. Until they're away, expats often don't realize how much they depend on their network of family and friends for daily support, venting, advice, and friendship. Many expats find their stress levels are higher without the support networks. It can be stressful trying to create new support networks, reaching out to meet new people and make new friends. Finding a sense of purpose while living abroad is a stress for many. If this is true for you, you may consider listening to episode five and six for more on finding your purpose. Another stress I frequently hear is about helping children adjust to school, making new friends as people move in and out frequently. Trying to support children who have learning needs or health challenges can add stress. These are just a few of the many stresses expat moms experience. Now let's look at the impact biologically of these stressors. When the body senses a threat, physical or emotional, the brain releases the hormones of cortisol, adrenaline, oxytocin, epinephrine, and norepinephrine. Cortisol stops or slows non-essential emergency processes like digestion, growth, and immune response in order to channel energy towards other essential activities. Adrenaline and other hormones increase our heart rate and blood pressure. When this hormone cascade occurs once in a while, 
usually isn't a problem. But when it's chronically firing, it disturbs several systems in the body, including the immune, digestive, cardiovascular, sleep, and reproductive systems. These changes in systems might show up as digestive problems, headaches, sleeplessness, sadness, anger, or irritability. Over time, continued strain on your body from stress may contribute to serious health problems, such as heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and other illnesses, even mental disorders. Some expats who experience ongoing stress become discouraged, withdrawn, resentful, or develop more serious illnesses like depression or anxiety. Others may try to cope with stress by distracting themselves. They may blame others, overeat, overdrink, overwork, overshop, overwatch shows, or become overly involved moms in their kids' lives, among other things. These coping attempts can often create even more stress because of their unintended consequences. This could be a pretty dismal outlook when we consider the significant impacts of stress on our lives and look at all the stresses we experience as expats in addition to the normal stresses of life. However, stress does not necessarily have to cause negativity in our lives. In fact, stress can be beneficial to our emotional and physical health if we know how to think differently about it. In fact, most successful people constantly stress themselves to some extent to allow themselves to be uncomfortable in order to grow. Let me illustrate the power of changing our perceptions about stress on our physical health by sharing some fascinating research. Kelly McGonigal, a Stanford professor and health psychologist, did a recent study that tracked over 30,000 Americans for eight years. The study tracked the amount of stress they had as well as their belief about stress and how many of them died. For people who had a lot of stress, the study showed that there was a 43% increased risk of dying. Think about it. If you are stressed, your risk goes up by almost half. However, the same research study suggested that there was something that could minimize the impact of stress in our lives. The study showed that the increased risk of dying was only true for people who believed that stress was bad for their health. Those who didn't believe stress was harmful for their health had no higher risk of dying. So simply put, you decrease your risk of death from stress by 43% just by changing your thought about stress. Did you catch that? That is powerful. You can reduce your body's risk of dying from stress by changing a sentence in your brain. Wow. In her book, The Upside of Stress, Kali McGonigal explains the biology behind why this change in our perception about stress can be so powerful. Your thought that stress isn't a problem triggers the release of a hormone called oxytocin. This hormone has several stress-reducing properties. When people believe that stress is not harmful, more oxytocin is released. Here's why oxytocin is amazing. Remember cortisol, the hormone that we talked about earlier that stops digestion and immune response and growth? Oxytocin lowers the cortisol release, so you don't have as many effects from cortisol. Oxytocin also relaxes your blood vessels, which lowers your blood pressure, which is another problem caused by stress. And oxytocin can decrease physical pain due to its anti-inflammatory properties. Isn't it incredible how the body can compensate for its own self-causing damage of stress by producing other hormones with the counter-response when we think differently? When we stress out about stress, it is bad for our health. However, when we choose to make friends with stress, then stress doesn't actually harm us because the body compensates. 
Studies confirm that believing stress is beneficial works. In a study done at Harvard, study participants were taught several benefits of stress. Then the patients were purposely stressed while under observation. When the patients thought about their stress positively, their heart still beat fast, but their blood vessels stayed open. Kelly McGonigal explains that this biological profile looks like what our bodies do when they feel joy or courage. She says, quote, when you choose to view your stress response as helpful, you create the biology of courage. I think this is an important realization. Our body has biochemical changes with stress, but those biochemical processes are again changed based on how we think about stress. Now that we know the power of believing stress is beneficial, you might be thinking, wow, but how is stress beneficial? How could I ever really believe that? Let me share with you some of the incredible benefits of stress. I want to share five ways stress helps us perform in really incredible ways that we might not otherwise be able to do without stress. I hope these insights shift your perspective a bit about stress and realize that stress can be a hero, not just a villain. Number one, increase strength and energy. Cortisol gives us more energy by slowing down non-essential processes in the body. We also have more strength and speed when we are stressed due to increased heart rate and blood pressure created by adrenaline. Our bodies are incredible the way they are able to instantly gear up to meet a threat physically. This happens with physical or emotional threats. One really extreme example of how stress can help us was in a news article I read many years ago about a 22-year-old woman who was able to lift an incredible amount of weight under stress. She discovered her father crushed beneath his mid-sized car it had slipped off the car jack as he was working on it. This 22-year-old was able to summon superhuman strength and wedge herself under the car and pull it off her father. In this case, her body helped increase her resources to meet the stress, and she was able to react in an amazing way. In a less extreme example, studies show that a mother's brain experiences a stress response when her baby cries. This stress response compels her to care for her baby's needs even when she's tired or busy. Moving is another important stressor. We often feel stressed when the environment is unfamiliar to us. While it's uncomfortable, stress itself provides the biological help that allows us to get settled faster because we have the extra energy and motivation to figure out the logistics of a new place, to reach out and meet new people and set up a new life. The second way stress is a hero rather than a villain is that it gives us more mental acuity and makes our memories and creative more active due to the increased blood flow and alertness from adrenaline. In one study, researchers at the University of Berkeley found that in lab rats, brief stressful events caused the stem cells in their brains to proliferate into new nerve cells, resulting in increased mental performance after two weeks. I think this is fascinating that our minds can actually work better under stress. I had one friend who said they always waited to the last minute to do a college essay because they did their best work under pressure. The truth is, they were probably experiencing the benefits of stress, which allowed them to focus better and enjoy increased creativity and productivity. We have a family friend who loved to hike up in the Rocky Mountains in the United States. One day when he was hiking alone, he was attacked by a bear. He was panicked. His strength was no match for the bear, so fighting or running wouldn't work. But in his heightened state of stress, he was able to come up with a plan to outsmart the bear. He decided to play dead, and as he did, the bear set him down and went away. Our friend was able to escape. Perhaps this extra creativity and mental acuity can allow us as expats to solve problems creatively. The third way that stress can be 
a hero instead of a villain is to improve our immune function. If stress is too high or too chronic, it can lower your immunity. However, moderate stress can actually boost immunity. Norepinephrine, which is the hormone that produces fight or flight response, also helps protect from infection. Moderate stress stimulates the production of a chemical called interleukins and boosts the immune system against illness. One of my daughters who struggled with anxiety did homeschool and frequently got sick. When she went back to school, I was worried that she might need to stay home a lot because of her frequent sickness. But interestingly, she's only gotten sick and had to stay home a handful of times, even with more stress and more exposure to germs. I've been surprised and wondered if the additional stress has actually helped to boost her immune system. The fourth way that stress can actually be a hero instead of a villain has to do with connection. In addition to the other physical responses it creates, oxytocin has emotional benefits. Oxytocin increases your trust, empathy, and your desire to connect with others. McGonagall states, quote, when you choose to connect with others under stress, you can create resilience, unquote. Connection is one of the most significant determinants of happiness. Stress actually gives us a biological nudge to connect, which in turn lowers stress. One of my daughters was having a difficult adjustment to school one year. Having read this study, I asked the school counselor if she could participate in helping other new students. She began helping some new students adjust to school, and I was surprised how much this service and connection helped ameliorate her own stress. I love Kelly McGonigal's summation of stress. Quote, stress gives us access to our hearts. The compassionate heart finds joy and meaning in connecting with others. Unquote. Another study that tracked 1,000 adults in the United States showed an increased 30% risk of death for each stressful event that occurred. But it also showed that those who spent time serving neighbors, friends, and people in their community had 0% increased chance of death from their stressful events. Our biology is literally changed when we reach out under pressure. Our bodies are amazing. I love how our body drives us to connect with others, and when we do make connections, our stress often goes down. The last way I want to suggest that stress is actually a hero instead of a villain is that when we deal with stressors, our confidence and perspective is improved. Repeated exposure to stressful events helps us feel more empowered and handle hard things physically and psychologically in the future. It also gives us perspective. When we were living in China, I was expecting my third child. We came back to the U.S. for my delivery. My husband had to go back before we did due to a visa issue for the baby. I later came with my three children who were five, three years old, and newborn. I was nervous about 24 hours of travel, including a 14-hour nonstop flight. It was long and stressful. I remember trying to nurse a baby, help a potty training toddler get to the bathroom, and stay near an anxious five-year-old all at the same time. Trying to physically get everyone off the plane and collect luggage with all of my three little ones in tow felt very stressful. However, as stressful as that flight was, I have to say that it set the standard for me for every flight after. I can always compare to that flight and know that I can handle anything. After that experience, a three or four hour flight across the U.S., for example, with four kids seems like no big deal. Understanding some of the physical and emotional benefits of stress can help us recognize that stress is not always the villain it's made out to be. Stress is actually our body's way of helping us rise to meet the challenges we encounter. This knowledge can help us choose more empowering thoughts about our stress. This knowledge can help us choose more empowering thoughts about stress. 
Instead of thinking, I am so stressed, I've got to have a better life balance, we could shift our thoughts to something more empowering, such as, my brain has got my back, or I'm stronger and I have more energy when I'm stressed, or I'm creative when I'm stressed, I can figure this out, or wow, I'm feeling stress, this reminds me I need to connect with others. What's interesting to me is that stress plus positive thinking is better than just not having any stress at all. As Kelly McGonigal points out, stress plus positive thinking has the same effect on our body as courage does. So you actually create courage biologically when you choose to embrace stress. One time I was presenting at a conference. Normally I really enjoy teaching, but it had been a busy week and I had struggled with how to present the material. As the time got closer, my heart began to pound, sweat collected on my palms and forehead, and my mind started racing. I felt so stressed. I started to worry that I would look nervous or not come across as very confident. I worried if I would remember what I had prepared or if I would go over time with my material. I was adding stress to my stress. Then I stopped myself and I took a deep breath. I reminded myself that some singers actually like being stressed because they perform better. I thought about how maybe stress might help me because of the energy, the mental acuity, and the increased energy that I could feel. As I changed my thoughts to think about how stress might be beneficial instead of detrimental, my stress levels began to lower. Maybe driven by my boost of oxytocin to connect, I confessed to the group that I was feeling a little bit nervous. Immediately, I received kind looks of affirmation and smiles. Their reassurance and connection further calmed my nerves enough to be present. The presentation went really well, perhaps better than if I hadn't been nervous. Sometimes when I'm totally relaxed, it's easier to even lose focus or not be as energetic. Because of my stress and my positive thinking about stress, I had the ideal biological makeup for presenting. And because I was able to notice how stress helped me in that situation, I can now look back to that experience and find confidence for the next time I'm stressed about how stress might actually be helping me. At the beginning of this podcast, we talked about the story of the Grinch and how he started out as the villain, but in the end, he became the hero. As we begin to shift our perception of stress from a villain to a hero, we begin to have an entirely different experience with stress. We remember that we enjoy increased physical strength and speed, increased creativity and mental acuity, better immune function, we're driven to connect with others, and we have more confidence about our ability to handle things. It helps us see how stress could be helpful. Stress actually becomes a hero when we recognize that the benefits of stress combined with positive thinking about it are more beneficial than never feeling stressed in the first place. As we recognize this and view stress as the help it really is, we enjoy the benefits and don't suffer as many problems associated with stress. Like the people in Whoville that the Grinch could not make miserable, stress loses its ability to hurt us physically or emotionally when we decide that stress is positive. Then we are better able to take advantage of the amazing benefits stress offers us. Next week, in part two of the stress series, we will learn how to apply this principle that stress is a hero and learn some specific tools to understand how to stop being stressed by stress. If you'd like help managing stress and learning to see it differently, sign up for a free 30-minute coaching session on my website, theexpatmom.com. I look forward to meeting you. If you'd like help applying the tools you're learning on this Sign up for a free, private, 30-minute mini coaching session on any topic you'd like help on. 
you can schedule it on my website, theexpatmom.com forward slash schedule. Also, if you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes to help other people find it. Thanks again for listening.